When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, man? What's up, bro? I saw that no password protect. I was like, ooh, scandalous. He's like, ooh. we're trying to like catfish some people, get them, get some strangers on board. You know, I did have <clears throat> there was for anybody listening, this is my buddy Trey Carney, who I went to high school with, played basketball <laughs> with in middle school. His major third hip hop. Mm. Major th- third now. We we're we're, uh, we're working on the brand. Major okay. dot third. Okay, major dot third. All right, changing it up. Like that, less words, more to the point. I like, but that. you had to go with the dot, right? The that was the thing. Major dot third. You could do yeah. like major dot m tray dot mp three. Yeah, I don't know, but I like. I mean, I've, I do. When I looked at a Laker store, I used to play it on the speaker system. I fucking love your work. And for everybody listening, I'll put it in the description. Sticky in the top comment. It's legitimately. I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it because I've known you long enough that I could just be like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's okay. I legitimately rock it. I bump it. It's some of my favorite music. I think you're one of the most talented rappers I've ever heard. No bullshit. Um, That may not mean a lot for me because I don't exactly have some like, you know, I don't have like a record label. I'm just like, hey, Trey, I think you're the best. And you're jerking me off like, I like your podcast. And but I was going to do that. Yeah, good. It was a a fucking jerk session. Um, But yeah, no, dude, I did have someone try to like join a meeting last week while I was talking to someone else and I had no idea who it was. I've never seen the name before. It was David Sidney. It, it makes you wonder, right? Like maybe there's just uh, some automated people out there. Like it's just running through the numbers. It's just trying, trying to join a bunch of your numbers. Maybe. But yeah. Or even scarier would be like somehow you sent someone the number and then they were able to see that. That's almost scarier actually. Maybe. I don't know. And frankly, I don't give a shit. Um, my, my sister actually, I mean, works at – works at our high school right for the for the listeners um she told me a funny story where like you know there was like a student passed out the password you know because it's like the, the class will be password protected but like someone in the class can like leak it to someone else mm-hmm. well actually i think they thought it was a student and they he ultimately was off the hook but there was like a penis involved you know what i mean there was like a stranger like a uh, a, a flasher you know oh and so it was like a hilarious story. But when she pitched it to me, I was like, yeah, it was clearly that kid. Like, like, but, but, but I don't think she thought it was. And ultimately I don't think he got in trouble, but there was like, there was like one too many coincidences for my liking. I, I won't, I won't go into the full story because I, I kind of don't remember it, but let it be known that there was like a kid in the class that was kind of like the troublemaker kid. Right. And, uh, you know, it seemed like maybe he had done this thing where given the password of the class out and someone had like streaked for the class and, you know, just oh, imagine I'm like zoom. Yeah, yeah, just imagine, oh, like, I think it was Blackburn. You remember her? I, I remember, probably shouldn't say that. Shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, Mrs. Uh, White Milk? Mrs. White Milk? Something? Mrs. White Milk. Do you remember? I don't think I, I, I should probably just narrow my mind. I'll just avoid that topic entirely. Never mind. I was, I was trying to tiptoe around something, and I was like, anyone that remotely knows where we went to school, anyone that went there would be able to deduce it. So I'm just going yeah, to. Yeah sidestep that entirely um i guess a more a more serious note uh 
rest in peace, Trey Ellis, who yeah. went to school with Trey and I. I didn't know Trey very well. I, rem- I can remember his face, but it's very odd, right? Because around this time last year was was Maddie Daniker, who, like Trey, I didn't go to middle school with, but I remember from like basketball camp we went to high school with. Uh, same with, and then later in 2020, Jonathan Stanton. And now, I guess, in the last week, Trey Ellis. It's very odd that, you know, and, and none of, I would probably say I knew Maddie the best. Um, I'm still friends with his brother. But it's very odd because, like, like mortality is kind of, it's creeping over the edges now. It's starting to move a little closer, right? Yeah. It's very, sure. it's very odd. It's, I don't know. I don't know how that's made me feel. It's a little, I wouldn't say scary. I don't know. How do you feel about it? It definitely, yeah, I don't know about scary. I mean, definitely ties in in some ways with just all of the things like baby things or marriage things or like death things. So the fact that when you're, uh, you know, like, like the far end of the extreme, right? When I was in maybe third grade, there was a girl who went to, to, you know, my middle school, um, and she passed away in like a horse riding accident. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and on that end of the spectrum, it's incredibly tragic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Life shattering for the family. Like yeah. everyone is, you know, supporting and crying and all this stuff. And then something kind of weird happens where like, you know, that's cause we were so young. And then as you get older, I mean, it's still tragic, but it's like, it's just like, uh, you know, it, 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 it's like, oh, like, you know, it, it feels like it's part of yeah. what has to happen in some sense more so than yeah. and, and the same again with these uh, to, to tie something that is happy to it would be like babies and, and marriage. Right. So just like because I hopefully am so far from these things. I mean, you can't speak to death, but definitely not trying to be married or have a kid soon. Right. Yeah. Um, when you see that for me, I always try to fight the. I feel like maybe a little jaded, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, like, what are these people? Like, is this, you know, but like, that's just part of life. And, and in some sense, we are getting up there, right? It's not weird for someone yeah. to be getting married at this age, even as much as it might seem weird to me, right? So, not, yeah, not I getting, don't know. Not getting married at this age, dude. I was going to say, most of the people I know that are married got married like a couple years out of college. Like, they're, yeah. they're doing their five, six year anniversaries now. My my jaded take on that would be that there was like a like a you know like a fashionable thing to it, right? Like back in the day, you got married real early, like real fucking early, right? Like twenty two. Then it started pushing back further and made it probably like at its peak, the oldest. I don't know what the average might have been, maybe thirty five or something. Let's just say for numbers. And then it felt like it started pu- coming back the other way. Like it was like almost like, no, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. It's right. There's. It's uh, I won't say his name, but it's it's someone you. I think you went to middle school with. Man, I fucking hate this like weird like CIA name drop we have to go around. You know, uh, Ed. Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. The guy, with, I like it. The yeah, guy we, with we could, the guy with twelve abs. Right. Yeah, we could we could get each other to know who we're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, without yeah. talking about. He's got to be sneaky. Yeah, he he. I remember hanging out with him at at david's uh, apartment like last oh. semester of college and i was like yeah. getting ready to go to i was doing med school application no i was getting ready to go to interview at i think miami for med school and i remember talking to him and he was like well man he's like you've got the grades you've got the test score you've got the body like read my personal statement and he goes just make sure you have an answer as to why you want to do it now 
And I was like, what? And he goes, well, he goes, after middle school, you go to high school. After high school, you go to college. Are you just doing this because it's the next thing? Or mm. is this like what you want to do now? Mm. And I never really thought about that. And I was like, yeah, that's intense. And that's something that's always stuck out in my mind. Is like, is this what you want to do now? And right. I've always kind of viewed everyone I know that got married after college as just, it was the next, the next thing, thing, right? You, but you that gotta, just being jaded, that's how I feel. And I'm, and I'm admitting it to the public now, but I, I try my best to like hold that judgment, you know? I don't. I've, <laughs> I, I've just, well, I guess I've just, I've realized that it's just me. And I'm sure that, if there were two of our married friends having conversations, it'd be like, yeah, look at those two losers. They're still single. They still think the best is ahead of them. They're probably just right. as jaded to us. So yeah, okay. I think it's an yeah, opinion because yeah. uh, deep down and deep down, you and I both know that that's right for them. They got married. It's because that was right for them. Whether yeah, I mean, some of them I am more likely to accept because I know maybe more about it. And so it's like, I do feel more like, oh, that's, that does make sense. But then just, it's just the sheer numbers. That's what it really comes down to, Tommy. That's what we're really talking about here is like getting older where it's hard to separate, like, again, this tragic thing that happened, Mm -hmm. like the first death I ever encountered. So like when the number, when it starts spiking in numbers, you don't know how to feel because it has to be this way. You have to know more people that die later on in your life than before in your life. You have to know people getting married. You have to know people having kids. That's just how it goes down. And on an individual basis, you're like, I don't know, like, it, it, like you don't know how to feel about each one. And it's just the collective. You know, I, I, I remember having a few bad days, to be honest, and then always like try to resist the urge to get on fucking social media within minutes of waking. I'd be having a bad day, had a bad day the day before, you know, wake up, get on social media, see like two fucking engagement rings. And just be you like, I mean? fuck off. How do you think that made me feel? Fuck you know what off. I mean? like, just stupid fucking. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, and then I'm like, but why though? Why, why am I saying this? Is this real? Like I need to wait until like half of these people are divorced and then I can be like, you know, vindicated. Ah, Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I found, yeah, you're, you're right. I remember when I was in fifth grade, a girl in my class who went to high school with us, her her brother was in third grade, I think. Mm. And he had an aneurysm and died at school. And I remember, yeah, and I remember that. And I mean, I remember like, yeah, I was 11. I remember crying for like two days straight because it, and I'm all all the parents were crying because it was like, this, this doesn't happen. Like a cute little nine-year-old kid doesn't just drop dead from severe brain hemorrhaging. But that's what happened, right? And it's an insane tragedy. But I guess as we get older now, I mean, I get, I mean, I'm biased. I'll like my brother, I'll always view like a suicide as a tragedy, mm-hmm. but other stuff, I don't, I think you kind of just, it's like now that for me, I'm 31 in August. I think as soon as there's a three in front of it, at least yeah, in fun. my weird, like autistic mind, yeah. I'm just like, ah, now you're in this like safe zone to die. And we just go, Ooh, <clears throat> Man, you know, yeah, I remember him. I remember him too. Anyway, have you seen the new Xbox? Like, it's just, and I don't mean to be jaded. I'm, I'm saying this as someone that's lost a sibling. Yes, but there's part of it that you almost, you can't expend all of your emotional energy on it. You just go, yeah. yeah I mean, 
yeah, you know, you you just it happens. It just happens. And you know what's wild? It, what you just said was kind of what I was trying to say. You, you said it nicely, but it makes me think of this weird flip where when you're the young kid and like you said, you cried for two days, it's this immediate rush of emotion. But then two days later, you're like, what's the new Xbox game? <laughs> like, so, it's, so it's like it's like it's more like somehow shocking and devastating in this flavor. It's superficial. But then you move on in this intense way. Whereas now I could do like what you just joked about, move on fairly quickly in this like way that is it jaded or is it just an accruing? But it lingers. It's actually the long term, the two days later, where it really fucks with your head because it becomes this like building existential walking towards the grave like darkness so it's, it's almost flipped it's almost like the, the 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 you know like a like a ripping of the band-aid like a like an instantaneous pain that goes away immediately versus like this deep cut that you don't even feel right it's like so deep that your body doesn't even know yeah. so you start bleeding out you know what i mean that's that's kind of how it feels to me and it's yeah. like that's what's so freaky about it is that it's is like you know oh like oh uh, another person from our grade died you know what i mean like it's, it's a, even just that another in the, fr- in the in the front of it you know even if it's just one or two the fact that it's happened multiple times but the opposite the long-term thinking about like oh yeah like what does that mean in fact we're talking about it now and like thinking about your own mortality like i don't think when i was little as tragic as it was i was then actually going on to think about my immortality right now this young girl died it didn't it didn't translate over to like well, I could die in an accident. You didn't have those thoughts, yeah. but you were like more immediately impacted. And yeah. now it's the opposite. It's very weird. Yeah, it's this big overrushing emotions. It's over. It's, you know, right? But it's like it's like dropping an ice cream cone and you cry and then your mom gives you a new one and you're over. And then yes. it's like we have cuz and versus now, yeah, right? You know, when I find out about it, I'm just even from the distance between the first and the third, Maddie yes. died. I mean, that really, for like a week. Actually, I remember I like, I think I had to like push back a podcast because I was like, man, this is like the first person I know in my grade that, and I remember it just kind of sat with me. It was very, it was like the first big loss since my brother. And it was just like, you know, I was like, man, all of a sudden, you know, flashbacks, like sixth grade basketball camp. Like I remember running into Maddie the first time I ever got like drunk. It's like ninth grade. I was at like a football game with Keen, and I remember walking around. And I saw Maddie, and I was just talking to him, and he was like so cool about it, and like, you know, and like those kind of stuck in my. When the second one came, Jonathan Stanton, I remember seeing it. And I was like, oh man, and it was just. I remember him. I remember like big jolly Stanton. I remember it was like, he just. I remember I was just you know I just make these like perverted jokes, and it was just like, but it, even that was like maybe that was like a couple hours as opposed to like a full like three or four days with maddie then with trey granted i also the i also knew these people in descending right, order yeah. not well enough yeah. but with trey i was just like wow you know and it you know it kind of sat in the back of my mind and now it's popped up in a podcast but you're right it's not this overwhelming oh my god cry but it is this just this sort of like oh it's just like another one just another one just yeah. kind of putting the cards face down you're like oh fuck <laughs> you know yeah and sometimes i wish i could like i wish i sometimes was a crier like i wish i would cry about it i yeah. wish i could like put myself there and empathize on that level right i mean yeah it's but it's also like you can only know so many people 
so intricately. Yeah, right? sure. It's yeah. like you can't. You, I don't think you can break down for all of that. But it's in a really weird, fucked up way. I am finding like the positives in it. And I'll say this because I've said this a lot. My little brother says the same thing. Like losing John was the single worst thing to ever happen, but it was also the single best thing to ever happen. To me, it was the ultimate, like I had my midlife crisis at 23. I was like, oh shit. And now, I mean, I kind of had the balls to be like, all right, I'm not going to go to med school. All right, I'm going to fucking try to make this podcast work. Like I, I was, as opposed to having like, like that video I, I did, like I sent to you, like the work ethic one. The time will pass anyway. Love it, bro. Yeah. Everyone check it out. I Thank loved you. it. Thank you. It's, but those are ones where it's like I have to break down like the long sort of scheming gaming of like these long term goals. Whereas losing my brother was like, that wasn't one. That wasn't like, because if, if you notice, there's never been any like, this is how I decided to take the plunge. There wasn't. That happened for me. I lost a sibling. I was like, well, life is transient better make these moves now so there was no i didn't have to psych myself up for it It, the decision was made for me so and that's my little brother said the same thing he was like it's he was like i don't i don't wait till like you know i don't wait to make decisions now i don't you know i want to get engaged i'm going to get engaged i want to take this job i'm taking this job i want to move there i'm moving there because tomorrow's not guaranteed in a way i kind of view these losses of our classmates as like I'm like, keep, keep going. There's no like, okay, you know, podcast is doing so, so now maybe I'll wait a couple of years and I'll circle around to it. I'm just like, dude, like there isn't, you know, am I going to get to 2022? I'm like, right. There's a lot of just like, go now, go now. Right. It's yeah. So I don't know. I kind of like it in a weird fucked up way. Yeah. Everything's like that. Right. You, you know, you have to try to take the good with the bad. Um, yeah, man. I wonder if there's like a lull, like a lull in deaths. Like, is there a young like, death? Like, like you get more? your you get your young you get your young tragic. Yeah, I mean, I don't know any of the specifics of those three people. To me be neither, honest, me I, 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 I don't know. I hate to admit that there was like some small gossiping that I definitely participated in with just different people. Like, oh, what happened? You know what I mean? Trying, trying I had to, no idea. I still have no idea. Trying to ask people, I still have so, no idea. Yeah, so I don't I don't want to even try to speak to no, what it was. And but, I'm not. but I think what you're saying makes sense that there could be some young ones, maybe some, you know, I mean, anything that's health related, you would expect to be older, right? Like the age would be older if it's health related, if it's an accident or, you know, something about your lifestyle or something mm-hmm. like this, sure. then, then younger makes sense, right? But uh, yeah, is there, right? I hope there's a lull, bro. I hope no one. I hope. I hope no one dies in our class anymore. Yeah, you know, because we've like, had three in like twelve months. It's super, yeah, it's fucked up. Super it's not. Up. Super not chill. It's and I had one from college, and we had one from the grade below. You know, who, who went to middle school mm-hmm. with me? I don't know if you remember that. That was an accident. I mean, you know, just time. Fucking fucking time's a bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there's also like the same. Um, like you have the young tragic, and then you have the norm. Like, we all know, like, a couple of girls that was, like, freshman year of college, they were pregnant, right? And it's... Right. And it's just what it... I'm not... By no means am I trying to, like, you know, oh, you're pregnant before you're... No, no, no. I'm just, like, a couple that, like... I mean, come on. Like, they, they weren't planned, right? Whatever. It is what it is. Right, right. And those are all, like, oh, dude, did you hear so-and-so? Like, dude, so, like, cool, mate. We're still... I mean, we're still... We're right out of high school. We're still... 
I was 19 my freshman year. So it's like you're still like an actual teenager. Sure. But now it's been 11 years, 12 years since college started. It goes from like I knew the first person I knew to have a kid. I think right. was Not everyone. I think it was Taylor and and, and Alex, yeah. both people sure, I've sure, known sure. most of my life. And I was like, up oh, there I was like there's the first to have a kid that like I know. And then it's like second, third and now it's becoming the norm. Now, now we're the weird ones. Now it's like, like, oh, ooh, Tommy and Trey. No, I don't think, actually, you know, I don't even think they're engaged. I think they're both single. Like, I think ooh, they're talking about jerking off on I the I think internet. they're jerking each other off. I think Trey's <laughs> rapping and I think Tommy has a podcast, but what they're both doing is screaming into the void. <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay, okay, yeah. But right, it's, so maybe there's a, we get a couple deaths. Well, then naturally, right? the the rate of birth is going to have to slow down right i mean that's just physiology right i don't i don't know it does feel like there's an insane number where like i'm not even joking about us being in the minority no we are that now. I, I would say we absolutely up. are yeah 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 so i don't know i don't know with births that feels like with like for sure like being married or engaged um I don't know about with kids. I'd have to think about it. It does. It feels like a lot of fucking people I know from from around our time have like young kids, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I guess it's like how many kids are you gonna have as part of it? Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't want kids. Do you want? Ki- I feel like I want kids. You know what I mean? But it's just like so like not immediately even close to like what I'm expecting or wanting. It's more of like this long term fantasy where mm-hmm. I could like see myself. Like I just want to like teach someone some shit like i just want to like you know have my 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 boy or my girl and like show her some like fucking crazy math shit and just like yeah try to like it's almost like you want to do what you wish was done to you mm-hmm. in this weird way that's kind of like this evolutionary thing you want to like you know give them the gifts or instill upon them the lessons or like yeah. show them the way in a way that you would have liked to have had happen to you, you i know? mean what it is it's, it's like it's yeah no you know i think long term i would but like to me i'm taking that ed advice i'm like is it the next thing you're doing right and i know that i can't have kids right now because that would just be the next thing i'm doing Mm. right now my whole heart is in like i want to build a podcast empire and like Mm. if i had a kid i would be like a distant father this kid would grow up you know hopefully i get rich as fuck off the podcast and he'd be like i don't really remember my father like (laughs) we grew up in a in a nice estate that he built from his pot. Yes, no, I'm Bob Kerrigan of the Kerrigan name. It's like, oh, yes. And it's like, I never saw him much. He was always interviewing people. Like, I think I would just be that. And, or at worst, the podcast fails, and now I'm just like some deadbeat eight mile dad, and he's going to grow right. up rapping, and he's going to be Eminem. Hey, man. He's gonna, I was about to, <laughs> he's going to, it's going to be eight mile, and then he's going to link up with you. But I think. It's just not what I want right now. Yeah. And not only that, but the idea of like marriage and kids gives me like the willies. Yeah. I mean, I think government based marriage is stupid in the first place. Yeah. It all kind of. You want to be there, then be there, right? The minute you're like obligated on this weird, like tax based level to be there, that just seems weird. Why would you do that? I don't, I don't ever see me doing that. Just a giant money saving scheme. I have no. Why do we need to get bureaucracy involved? Yeah, it's weird. I, right? I don't. I, I don't need to do it. Right. Our friendship doesn't need to be an LLC. Like we're just friends. And then the next one down would be like a, a religious based one, which I also don't 
cared to put much stock in, right? So yeah, why can't it makes it? less and less sense the the less you support those two institutions, the, the, the whatever church, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. U.S. government. It's like yeah. I'm not fucking with either of you. Like, <laughs> I'm fucking with either of those, man. You're not coming to my wedding, bro. You're not you know, to my wedding. Wedding. no, it's the church. It's like y'all are a bunch of pedophiles, and the government. It's like y'all y'all are pedophiles too. And it's like I don't know if I want either of you guys around. But it's, I think, <laughs> long off in the distance. It is. I think. Yeah. I, I think I'll have a kid when I'm like when I'm like 40. I think I've just thought about it for so long. Even when I was a kid, I was thinking about it again, just on this weird level of like share. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Bring stuff with another person, right? Teaching, yeah. So I, as you get older, I don't know if that's just like a thing that I'll just always think and, and then it becomes less and less reasonable or practical or possible, you know, but I'm like, oh, that would be cool. You know, at some point you have to, I guess, like kind of put the pieces together to like try to make it happen. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's 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 weird to have. I don't know what something else like that. I guess like some some something with your job, you know what I mean? But just something that you kind of think of the far future for so long. But then as you approach the far future, it like changes this thought that you're so used to having. We're like, you know, you'd be 10 years old imagining having kids. That's kind of weird. But at the same time, it's just so far away that it's like it's inconsequential. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, Oh, one day. And, but then as you're now, you know, I, I still have uh six months left here. I'm still 29. So, uh, no, I don't man. have the three yet, but I'm fucking dreading it. You're for coming sure. right down. Hey man, you're coming into the black hole. Yeah. And I can tell you on the other side of the horizon, it's just the same shit. Right. For me, for me, it's a very, I can't do it right now. And I've been trying to think of how to put a, how to put a word to it for a while and I, I don't i don't know if i can still but like it's like high school like live with your i still live with my parents but like live with your parents and it's like college you get out but it's like you still got to take all these courses and it's like what's your major what do you, you know and then you have like your dorms and then i was in a frat house and then i lived with friends but you're still like with people got out and and then it was just this weird i was like juggling kind of like you know the grief of losing my brother and then it was like i moved home and now i'm here and it seems like i'm right on the cusp of this thing where it's like i'm going to be getting money for this podcast this summer i'm going to be moving out and i'm at this weird i'm coming to, to uncharted territory where i will not have debt i will be my own boss i schedule my own guests i do them at my own rate and I don't have any schoolwork to do. I don't have a boss to re- report to. And I don't have kids, pets, or a girlfriend. Mm. I'm coming to this area of like sandbox mode life mm. where I'm going to get a two bedroom place. One of the rooms is going to be the podcast room. And I'm just going to do whatever I want. And like, I kind of feel like Richie Rich because <laughs> it's just me, I'm not supporting anyone. I yeah, have no debts, really cool. no pets. Again, no girlfriend, no kids, no boss. Hey, Tom, I really didn't like that last episode. Can we workshop it? No, that's built into my contract that no one can do that. Mm. 
I'm approaching this like I don't know. And right. part of me is like if I have kids right now, I'll never be able to play in this sandbox of I don't know. And it's taken yeah. me 30 and a half years to get to. Right. Consciously trying to get to for the last seven. And it's I would say this has been infinitely more difficult than getting. It's easier to become a doctor, in my opinion, from someone that got in. Well, I can't say going through because I didn't go through med school. I'm sure my doctor friends would probably have a word with me. But right. getting into medical school was far easier than this. And because like, there's a path. You, you're building your own path. path. Like, if, you can just, trailblazer, bro. if you can just get X grades, you will get in. You got to study yeah. hard, but you will get in. Yeah. There was no, like, you might not make it. And like, so I'm coming to this head and like, it really is an event and it's an event horizon. Of, mm. oh, I think I talked to you about that one time. I was like, what would it be like if the sleepover didn't have to end? yeah we did something about that but see i'm coming up on this like weekend that there's no monday to right i'm gonna get my own place do my own thing do i it's cool stuff man i gotta say like you know not to blow too much smoke up your ass but for sure it's really inspiring the way like i'm gonna i'll go the other way at the start i was skeptical i was like what how long is this podcast how long is this solo pod this isn't gonna be engaging and then just completely flipped by the end of it i was engaged as fuck i was tuned in you give so much advice in this way where you are telling the story of how you found this thing and not about like oh turn it on like you peons like you know it's very much like you finding this thing that you're talking about this fourth dimensionality this like do just as much do the amount you can do on your worst day right there's so many fucking nuggets in there that i wanted to pull out where i'm like did he like did he write this down ahead of time like the, like the whole like the carrot or like the whatever and it's like i knew you were riffing but at the same time it was like there were like moments where it was so obviously riffing and then there were also moments where it was like fucking gold where it was like it's like almost like this strategy altogether and i was like i mean this is in some ways like some goggins shit because goggins is for sure more like individually inspirational like if you need to like go on a run right now then listen to goggins right not not this thing but this is like some life-changing shit where it really makes you think of things and it's like actually actionable right you're actually like giving keys goggins is basically just stay hard you know what i mean it's like hey if you want this shit you gotta fucking buck up and like you know stop complaining and pointing fingers and like you know so that I, I do really connect with those type of things but i also think the strategy of like tying it to something actionable where you're like oh like you know yeah, buck up, but in the sense that there's like a way to do that. There's a way to ask of yourself something that you can always do and you'll make progress because you're using this time dimension and the fucking chalk thing, bro, and the moving the sticks. Like there was just so many good things, but it was really inspiring, not only on a personal level, but also in exactly what you're talking about this, like this place you're reaching, you know what I mean? Cause you're like the story of the thing you're talking about. You're not like a lot of these fucking, uh, you know, a lot of these gurus get called out because they have all this advice they're slinging and all these things they're saying, and they're they didn't even really do it, right? They, they they their version of doing it was telling other people to do it. So their success came from just like preaching success. It's this really weird like feedback loop, circular logic where you're like, I don't I don't know, I don't know if I trust you. Like I guess you're like a like a rich person, but like you just like got rich by like telling other people to rich people. You know what I mean? There's like a lot of fucking fuckery going on. And so it was so kind of like just uh, 
organic and like the opposite of that that i thought it was really beautiful and i think it's really fucking cool that you're at that point i would love to be at that point i'm still 60 stacks in uh debt so like i can only imagine i'm like oh man like just keep going down this road you know I mean it'll pay off and, and i do enjoy being in school because you can kind of hide from this uh yeah. this sandbox a little in a little bit right in some sense it's exciting and i would like to be there you know but you also can just kind of like pretend the longer you're a student you can just kind of like in some way put it off but in a way that doesn't look bad or isn't yeah. really bad for you you're you're more like delaying it yeah. not putting it off you're sort of just like extending the amount of time that's reasonable to get there but uh man i, I think it's really fucking cool and and again like everybody check that shit out because you you you're not a believer but like it flipped because i was like hey, is this whole thing gonna be something i really want to enjoy i'm just gonna be honest and it was it fucking was bro it was great and uh i, I loved I, it i appreciate it for everyone what Trey's talking about a solo rant I did like two weeks ago. I just called it fourth dimensional work ethic. And it was just, and it was a riff. It was, but off side note, whenever I send you something, never feel obligated to watch the whole thing. I just send it to you because it made me think of you. It wasn't like, no, I, 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 I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I, 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 it was one of those things where, you know, when you're busy, you're like, oh, you yeah, send it yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, probably means he knows I'll like it. Like, I don't think he's just like, fishing you know what i mean i know you're not at all that type of person like this like uh, Trey, give me a like share and subscribe yeah right like, right right yeah. exactly so i never get that vibe from you so no it was more just like i didn't even respond and i i even did this psycho psychopathic thing that i do where like i didn't even open the text because i wanted the fucking red dot and the blue dot to be there so i wouldn't fucking forget like oh, that's if what i, I opened did. it that's what i did. you know what i mean yeah I, that's but what it, I I, it feels crazy because i'm oh, so ocd about it like normal people i've noticed almost everyone around me has hundreds of unread emails i have exactly zero unread emails like why, i refuse why would i have to allow that thing to build up you know yeah. what i mean if i do it's because i have, I, I leave something unread because to me i am that serious about replying to it yeah exactly so when i go into my emails that, they just uh, I use it like, you know, it's either all or nothing. It's like, you know, fucking yeah. click that shit, click yeah. that shit, you know? Yeah, no, I I, I keep unread text because I'm like, when I open it, I'm going to respond it. Because once I open it, if I don't respond to it, it's like going back to sleep without an alarm. It's like, dude, exactly. it's 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 a it's a black hole and it's never exactly. going to come up again. Um, exactly. So, no, I don't give a fuck, dude. But, yeah, it's it's very weird. It's very odd seeing it kind of kind of work but i think another huge thing about that is, is when there's days that i gotta get down mm-hmm. i go back and i look at it and i'm like look at episode one to now and i'm like it's it's one of those cheesy fucking quotes but it's like from day to day nothing seems to change but when you look back at the years it's like unrecognizable sure right it's day to day the difference between yesterday and today i'm like eh, i'm probably a little fatter like you know i'm like I don't know, like, you know, I, I I took a Benadryl to sleep, so I'm super groggy today. Like, not much. Well, if you go to yesterday and you're like, what's the difference between that day and that day? And you kind of, but next thing you know, it unfolds to you're like, wow. You look back and it's like now three classmates are dead. Mm-hmm. And college was, you know, I finished college eight years ago. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. I, I've now spent more time out of college than I did in high school in college and college like it's but it plays into what it does play into is i remember when you and i did that episode it was kind of like the original fourth dimensional work ethic it's i Mm -hmm. did it with you and we kept talking about the time will pass anyway 
Yeah, I, I like to think that I was involved in some of the early you seeds of what went into this amazing solo pod. It was refined. It was clear that you'd been thinking about it much more than just from that. You know, that's what was so great about it. But I was like, it, I, I kind of have a whiff of, of, of the inception of this. It, I think it, there was there was no planning that. It, that's my that's why I do solo rants is because I start and I don't know where it's going to go. It's right. like a, it's like firing off a bottle rocket and I took off one of the four fins. <laughs> And it's like right. I don't know which way it's going, but no, you 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 have helped a lot with the inception of it, and the original one you and I, the original one you and I did is, it's it's. I mean, you're you're my, you're smarter than me, so I'd say you're like the Tony Stark to my. And like, yeah, I was I was always a meathead, so I guess I'm more of the Bruce Banner. <laughs> you're the Tony Stark to my Bruce Banner, and it's like uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. You know, okay. when they're, I don't know if you've seen that one, but they, they go in together and, and they're like making the AI and they're like, we need to unleash Ultron on the world. And Bruce Banner's like, I don't know, man. And Tony puts his hand on his shoulder and he goes, we're mad scientists, bro. Own it. And yeah. I, that's how I feel when I talk with you. It's like the static starts and I start having these like, but like with that, I remember the first thing that we kind of coined was the time will pass anyway. And I remember every day I would like text you. I'm like, it's been 24 hours. And I was like, yeah. it's been 48 hours. I was like, Trey, it's now been one week. And it's like, yeah. I remember like the next week, I remember like walking into work. I was like, it's been two weeks, Trey. And, but I kind of started saying that to myself now where I'm like, it's been three weeks. It's been five weeks. And it's the whole thing about it is, is when you start to plan these long-term things, they just seem so distant that you're like, I can't even you're like, I can't even begin to start. It's just so far away. And then the next thing, and this is what we were saying in that episode in September. Yes. And you, next thing you know, I mean, again, it's like going to sleep without an alarm. Right. Just one more minute, one more minute. Fuck, it's 930. Oh, yep. shit. Class started at eight. It's, it just kind of, and then it's, you're here. And now it's like, we did that episode in September it's february now like right. it really so like what do i have to show for it i think i've added 200 more episodes like yeah man it, it seriously happened so fast where it seemed like you killed it in this this stretch where i think you mentioned that in the pod though right where you were like i did actually overdo it you admitted to that uh -huh. and then you talked about slightly curbing it mm -hmm. and that as being one of the examples of like do what's yes. you do on your worst day don't do this crazy shit don't risk burning out mm -hmm. to not meet your goals you know what i mean and as a matter of fact has that happened over the last like seven days or so i started doing even, like, the, even just the last seven. Just, yeah since since the fourth dimensional video i started doing a lot and i was like i want to get to 400 episodes so badly and it just seems so far away and i was like i was like 320 and now i'm at 331 and if i do three tomorrow i'm at 330 and i was doing so hard and after like five days like it seemed like the number barely budged, but I was just broken mentally. I was like, I don't want to fucking talk to anyone. I don't want to fake some conversation. I was like, I don't want to talk about UFOs or AI or Trump or aliens. I was like, I don't fucking want to talk about any. So I took a couple of days off. And then it turns out that the huge crash course of episodes I did followed by the number of days off, it all equaled out to about one a day. And I was like, why the right. fuck did I even why do that? that? So, but yeah, is. But now here we are at episode episode three forty six, and it's just slowly chugging along. And right now, I have all these visions for where I want it to go, and it all seems so far away. 
but it's just dragging the stick and just adding to the pile. I'm like, just do another one, just do another yep. one, just do another one, do another one, and and that's where I'm hoping it goes. And true to form, is it always sounds great in hindsight, but this is a this is a I guess a peer into the present of it. Is it just miserable and anxiety inducing? And I'm like, it's never gonna fucking work. This is what it feels like in the moment. Well, that's what I love because if if you did the same pod, if someone did the same pod, you could like make it just like so cliche. Like it was such a clear, true thing that you were saying and it was so real. Like the one that comes to mind was just, uh, how do you eat an elephant? Mm-hmm. One bite, one bite at, a at a time. Yeah. One bite at a time. So it's the same thing. It's like we've been saying this shits forever as a as a as a as a world. You know what I mean? Everyone knows this idea you're preaching, but you're not on there like Gary Veeing it as some emotional shit. You're like telling your story. You're saying what worked for you. You're painting the picture, and that's why it swung so violently from like skepticism about how it was to like me being completely committed. And I was like, oh, it, it's over. Like oh, I was having fun. <laughs> And then, and, and then the other thing exactly tied to that, what you just said was that even the last seven days for you, and that again ties you to Goggin, which is he's like, sometimes I'm a bitch. You know, he's like the whole yeah, thing. He's yeah. like, I, I look at my shoes. Like he talks about like still, I want, I want he's work the baddest out. man on the fucking planet yeah. and he'll not want to go out for a run. You know what I mean? So like exactly yeah. how you said, you, you can paint the story, but you're still in the thralls of it because we're all in the thralls of it. Everyone who's saying they're not is basically lying. You know, again, these like gurus, that like paint it as this all figured out thing, you know, and maybe there's something to like, uh, you know, kind of like an idealistic version of something that maybe is a little, is a little mocked up, but it gives you, you know, a vision board, a vision quest. But I think it's so much better to just to be real about it and paint all this picture and all this good advice. And then immediately be like, yeah, and I'll probably fucking break my own advice tomorrow. Because again, that that's part of what I'm saying is that the whole thing is that you're always in it. And that's why this is so key. And that's why this is such a good strategy and it's so important to try to think of it this way you know yeah just the slow so <laughs> i've i've never paid for anything on patreon but i've had to do it for tim dylan who i just think okay. is the fu- the funniest mother i was gonna say real quick I, I was thinking what you said earlier about uh complete 180 about those like motivational speakers that they've yeah. made money by talking about making money right. yeah, i remember hearing that on rogan years ago he's talking about tony robbins he was like I mean, the guy is clearly successful, but he's he's got successful talking about being successful. Yeah, and it's maybe if you want to be a motivational speaker, listen to them, but right. like it doesn't really translate into the real world. <laughs> so that being said, so Tim Dillon, who I think is the funniest human being who has ever lived, ever. And he's been on Rogan several times. That's where I discovered him. And I finally went, because he only does one episode a week. So I finally went to his Patreon because he does like an extra one a week. And he just has this whole archive. And I've been listening to Tim Dillon nonstop for like probably like 14 days now. I mean, several episodes a day. I cannot stop listening. But what you're saying about Gary V, I actually screen recorded this like two hours ago. And well, my, my channel's not monetized, so I can't get yanked. But it's him talking about because Gary Vee was like tweeting during like the riots last summer but it was okay. these very like arbitrary uh, the riots for like BLM or yeah 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 okay. and it was uh, but it was these very politically neutral sure. but what it was is like he still had to stay relevant so sure. he was like evil always exists and 
you must fight it everywhere you find it. And Tim Dillon was like, let's break that down. That doesn't actually mean anything. Like, he he didn't say anything. He stayed very moderate. Yeah. So this is a 40-second clip of him talking about what happens when the protesters break into Gary Vaynerchuk headquarters. Okay, I'm excited. Fuck. Looters have overtaken Gary. Yeah, looters have broken into Vanier Media and they have held Gary Vanier Point at gun at gunpoint and forced him to tweet something real. <laughs> They're like Gary, tweet something real, or we're gonna burn this place fucking down. Gary's just standing there. He's like, "All right, how about this? Effort plus energy." They're like, "No, motherfucker, <laughs> something real." He's like, "Okay." He goes, "Uh." uh Fear is what you feed. No, Gary. Something real. They're just standing around. They're dousing him with kerosene. They're like, you're about to burn to death if you can't say one fucking real thing. And then Gary just says, hustle. And they just light him on fire. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. I'm sorry if you didn't find that as funny as I did. I have been in tears laughing at that all morning. I built yeah, it up as this amazing thing. I don't know if you liked it as much as me. I, I was enjoying it. Tim Tim Dillon's ability to call out bullshit is like on some next level shit. It's it really insane. Because he's like a very smart guy, but he's also very kind of uh, nihilist, cynical in a way. But like, but like, still upbeat. He has like yeah. a positive kind of vibe and like a you know a joyful kind of jolly personality, but like <laughs> very high to cynicism in, in this kind of interesting way. And then also, I, I, I really do think, I mean, I, it, I'm sure I've heard Rogan say it a million times, so I'm just parroting him. I really do think the fact that he's gay is this kind of interesting extra layer yeah. that pushes him over the edge to be more confident and like able <laughs> to say things that like, uh, you know, a, a white straight man would be a little more timid or a little more worried about getting pushback on. Yeah. As a little bit of a, a, a free pass in a sense, you know. <laughs> It's pretty amazing. It's yeah. pretty fucking amazing. Um, and by all means, hey, let me know when you have to go because I know you said you have a ton of shit. I don't. I'm going to keep talking, but I just don't want to hold you. So just let. me I know. would love to go as long as possible, bro. It, it really is just this thing where I think we yeah, planned this on I Thursday. I don't give a fuck. And then I woke up on Friday and it was like, I don't oh, give... like you have you have all this new shit to do. I don't give a fuck. Just tell me when, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to just not think about it, to be honest, bro. I've been studying hard for oh, the last couple of weeks. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, we don't have to think about it. Yeah. Um, no, that's just because I, I never shut up, and you're very nice, and I don't want to hold you hostage. So just whenever you got to go. Yeah, so – but no, he's – it's great because – and it's not even – yeah, right? Because he's not this, like, kind of uh, – he's not the archetype of, like, the gay guy, right? He's just not even like the moderately gay guy. He's like the last, if you just took out the things of him talking about like sex, like you would never even know. But because he is, it's like when he's talking about like Airbnb, he's like, he's like those sexless dykes. And he goes, by the way, I'm gay. I can hate you for who you are. And he's like, you can't bring that shit at me. And it does. It takes a whole nother, because he's brilliant. He's legitimately an intelligent guy. Sure, for sure. And he's completely blackpilled. And he like backs everything up with like, sources though he doesn't he's not just like it's all fucked he's just listing off all the cia operations the paying off the umbrella banks he's like this is how it works this is how these people move he's like they're all machiavellis just he's like they're demons dressed in human skin suits and he's going on but then there are these little moments of like he's like i'm finally making some money on my career he's like i buy like lunch once a week for all like the nurses at like the hospital because i know they're working like double shifts every day and have been for a year 
And he's like, I fucking hate them all. They're all a bunch of TikToking dykes, and I hope a bomb hits that hospital. But I'll buy him Taco Bell. <laughs> it's just like you don't really know what to make of it. But I can't stop listening to it, man. I'm almost kind of scared that I'm going to start like parroting him because sure. like I don't take in. I've stopped listening to audiobooks. I just listen to Tim Dillon, and like I, there's something about it that what it is is I think more than anything is it's. When I listen to it, I'm like, that's what I like. I want to be this engaging. That's what it is. I don't want to, I want to be who, whatever I am. But when I listen to him, I can't stop listening. Like, yeah. I'm just like five more minutes. I'm like, I can't stop listening. And like, to the point where, like, I've never put anything on Patreon because I'm like, I just want my work to be my work, my shitty episodes to be available to as many people as possible. And I don't want to yeah. put up a paywall. Because I think that will ultimately inhibit my channel's growth. And I'm like, man, if Tim Dillon had just put more of his work out there, I wonder if he'd be... And I just thought, like, no. I could only go through all of his YouTube videos before I was like, I need more. And I was just like, yeah, all right. I'm going to fork out for it. Like, it's five bucks a month. I'm going to fork out for it. But listening to him, I'm like, that's what I want to be. I want to be that engaging. Like, I can't... I know I'm just sitting here sucking his dick, but... I, no, he's the perfect storm, right? He's he's like if Alex Jones was gay and like uh, a lot funnier, yeah, and like a lot more in touch, yeah, you know, what I mean? like a lot more in touch with sort of the the norms of the the populace, you and know. Alex Jones, but he still knows all that shit. He still has all that depth of knowledge, and like will just rattle shit off like a yeah. fucking. He's he's a, he's a he's a he's a refined Alex Jones. Yeah, he's Alex Jones. It's the it's the new iPhone, right? Steve Jobs comes out and he's like Tim Dillon. He's like 40% more intelligent. He's like cites yeah. all the sources, sense of humor, comes in gay, and comes in gay flavor, <laughs> can introduce a lot of things. And it's like on a whole new flavor. And you're like, okay, but it's a refined Alex Jones. And it's just, I can't, I am worried. I'm worried that maybe I'm going to destroy my podcast because I'll <laughs> talk about Tim Dillon now. You'll go balls deep for a while, and eventually you'll I'll, you'll dial it back a little. I think that would happen naturally. I think I think what's going to happen is is I'm going to burn through his archives. Sure. And then and you'll I'll, be forced to. I'll be forced to just do one a week. And I I'm, mean, I'm sure I'm sure if someone had listened to as much Rogan as me, then I would probably just be like a Rogan robot secretly. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and talk about like you know being caught in, up in something and not stop li- listening. People don't even believe when I say this, right? Because right. I was able to do so much. I literally listened to like, I want to say around 900 in a row, right? Mm-hmm. Somewhere around 3.30 to 12.30 or so. Every single episode. There was one that I bailed on, and I know the exact fucking one because that's how adamant I was. It was this lady who was talking about like chiropractoring. You know what I mean? It was the only one I was like, I'm not into this. And I tapped out every fucking moment of 900 times three hours. You do the math, people. It's way too much time. Granted, I got used to listening onto 1.5 speed so that I could make sure that I absorb them in a timely fashion by the time the next one comes out. But it's just insane. And And then finally, just kind of breaking free from it. I had like one layer of breaking free from it which was just like by choice. And then the Spotify has really helped me a lot. I, I listen to, you know, less than probably 10% now of the ones and it feels good. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I in some ways I miss it, but I'm like, you know, that was a, a thing. That was a phase. I'm, I'm happy that it happened and it was enjoyable, but you know, over here. So we'll see with Tim Dillon, you know, it could yeah. be, it could be a month. It could be, it could be a year. You, you never know, but it, it, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you where 
yeah, I went and downloaded all of his archives, and I actually caught myself doing a tray. I was like, I want them all in order. And I was like, I'm going to listen to them in order, and then I delete them when they're finished so I can go through You caught yourself being a psycho about some sort of OCD shit? Yeah, and then I realized, I was like, you know what? I choose a title that kind of looks funny, sounds like it might be funny. And when I'm finished, I just delete it. I'm like, you don't need to go through all of them, you fucking psychopath. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I haven't listened to a a single Rogan since since it went off YouTube. Because I know he went to Spotify before it was entirely off YouTube. I haven't listened to a single one since he's went entirely off YouTube. Yeah. There's some that I just would almost refuse not to listen to in the opposite way that I refuse to listen to all, or, you know, I I had to listen to them all at one point. So like, you know, if Duncan Trussell shows up or or whatever it is, right, probably even like a a Brendan Schaub or something, because I like them talking fights and I like it when the, the guest and the person are, are, you know, kind of just gelling so easily. If you've done so many podcasts, sometimes, I mean, Rogan is a good interviewer, but there's sometimes, you know, like a, a moment that could be a little awkward if it's some, some random doctor or some random, you know, uh, you know, whatever it is. I, I don't know that he pulls the best out of them. I, I would choose maybe like more of a Lex Friedman or something like this for, you know, information as opposed to, you know, I just like the fun of the Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what made me fall in love with it in the beginning yeah. was just being silly with Red Band. You know what I mean? Yeah. So some of the ones that are like that on Spotify, like a lot of comedians and stuff like that, I still feel like highly compelled to, to listen to those. But but yeah, man, much, much less. And uh it's, it's not that I have even that much extra time, which is fucked, because now I just listen to other shit. So it's not even like a, a great accomplishment that I weaned off of it. Yeah. But it is still just interesting to look back at your life and be like, no, for this pocket of time, like I was like balls deep into this one thing. I just and yeah. it didn't have to persist. You know, you yeah. can you yeah. can do something. Yeah, it's yeah, and this isn't some like this isn't some like stance I have where I'm like I'm morally against the Spotify cash the fuck out dude go for it more power to him he's brilliant man he cashed out at the apex right it's brilliant he doesn't give a fuck dude 100 you don't give a fuck it's but yeah it's i don't know i think it really is just like accessibility the fact that it's not in my feed i'm just like eh i have everything on this app i'm not gonna open another one yeah, there's something weird. The Spotify app, they, they need to up their game. It's, it's honestly not as good. It's it's laggy. There's weird, like, obvious mistakes. Like, it's showing the uh, thumbnail of the wrong guest. You know, just basic shit that pisses you off. The downloads are slow. The only thing, really, they have going for them, which I think is brilliant, which I don't know why, like, iTunes can't do this. Well, now they can't with Rogan, of course, but is having the video there with the feed. Mm. So that choosing between switching between watching them and just listening to them is completely seamless oh, that's right cool. like if you want to pull the app up and like just basically watch the youtube version you can do it watch okay. it like a little movie and then you can just lock your phone goes right back to audio somehow they figured that shit out and they can't figure out the fucking thumbnails and like basic shit like that's like what are you guys doing but that makes sense in some ways that yeah. that would have been a big selling point to to do that. And another thing is just the ads. I was worried about intense adding for not having premium. And however he, he did it, I mean, he's, he, he knows what's up. He's a brilliant guy. He blasts you with those same fucking ads in the beginning. And uh, you can just skip right through them exactly like you could on, you know, iTunes. And then there's only something weird where like, if you're kind of moving in and out in the app, they'll hit you with like a pop-up ad. It won't interrupt the podcast. It'll be like a yeah, you know, like a visual ad. Yeah. So they did find a way to 
only have the ads in the beginning, you can still skip them. And then they hit you with like, you know, a pop up when you go back into the app, if you're going between like other apps. So I was really pleased that he was able to manage to do that because I wasn't sure he didn't really talk about exactly the contract he had and, 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 you know, what the deal with the ads was going to be. So, so there's some good things about it, you know, but have you, do you ever find yourself like critiquing something and then you're like, I get this a hundred percent for free. Sure. And I'm like, fuck these ads. And I'm like, they are just delivering this like highly entertaining produced podcast where this guy is introducing this other interesting guy who flew out to Texas and they did this thing. And I'm like, how dare they put a seven second ad for frozen dinners at the beginning of my like, don't they know that they are to be court jesters that come visit me via my phone at the speed of light? Don't they know who I am? Don't they know my tax bracket? Like, right? Don't they know the time that I'm dealing? Like, don't they yeah. know my schedule? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is embarrassing. I feel like everyone has that in them a little bit, and and more so today than ever with with social media. The the voices of the masses kind of allowing you to feel like, eh, you can complain yeah. about shit on Twitter, and and maybe even someone might hear you, might listen to you. But I do think that's funny. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an old, uh, uh, you know, thing that's been known for forever. That like, what, what's up with critics? Right, you're a critic. And then you haven't done the thing. Like, how can you be a movie critic if you haven't made a movie? It's just, it doesn't make sense. How can you be a music critic if you're not an accomplished right? musician? You it's know what the, I mean? But it's the motivation. We've been doing that for forever. You know, that's kind of the human way. It's just like monkey, monkey see, monkey, monkey shit on. You yeah, know what I mean? Right, yeah, what, fuck that guy. And it's like, yeah. but he's not even, it's like, fuck him. His podcast, yeah. why don't you start one? Shut up. That guy sucks. Tom yeah. Brady should be doing this. And it's like, dude, you can't run thirty yards without vomiting. And it's like, it's like, I don't care. It's Trey. I gotta pee real quick. I'll be right back. Do it, bro. Um, tell them where to find your channel. Major third. Yeah, everyone, go listen to my music. It's uh, it could desperately need it. Could desperately use the views. I have um, maybe how many songs do I have? Something like twelve songs, something like this on YouTube. Um, the YouTube channel is major third hip-hop um that's some music i made um a little more than a year ago uh they're all covers i did not tell the people what cover songs they were possibly regrettably um but you know renegade eminem and uh, jay-z if you like that song got some nappy roots on there miss the cow i'm all over the place fergie um that's on Havana uh, with Camilla, uh, you know, so I, I went the way of the old mixtape route, covered a bunch of songs, wrote a bunch of new songs, Major Third Hip Hop on YouTube and Major Dot Third on Instagram. What is, what are your plans with Major, like what is your, are, do you, are you gonna stay in Hawaii? Are you gonna, did my camera just get fuzzy a little bit? whatever that when you when you change the perspective when you leave right probably whatever um what i don't know man i'm, I'm a I, I i would like to think that if i had big plans maybe i could do bigger things i'm much more of a ride the wave guy which i don't know that i like admitting that i, I would like to um another thing that i found in, inspiring about your your podcast was that some of it was just kind of you know staying on the grind and hard work but other parts that you talk about were, were sort of strategically orchestrated. So things like this, I don't know, man. I mean, again, the debt it's, it's, I like to tell myself that if I was an old grandpa with millions of dollars, there's no doubt in my mind that like quantum mechanics and fucking, uh, 
you know, uh, pure mathematics and, and, and all these things and, uh, you know, all these things that I study would still be something I was into because I did finally make it over the wall of, of, of just really, you know, having a hard on for that, really just enjoying it um, as much as I enjoy maybe music or movies or something like this. Um, so in, if that's the case, then the time, you know, wh- why not now? You know, it, it's a little a little weaker version of the of the ad advice but with all the debt it's like you're going down this hole of you know you started school you started racking up debt you like school you enjoy being in school you're good in school you like what you're studying and so even if ultimately um i could just do one of the thing i probably would try to push harder for the rap thing but it is a little bit like I'm straddling the fence. Maybe someone would say, that's the problem, bro. It'll never work until you go balls deep. But, you know, this is a thing that I want to get to the end to, and I maybe only have two or three years left, and then I have a, a, a PhD attached to my name for the rest of my life, you know what I mean? So um, I, I go, I, I, I vacillate. We, we had another discussion about vacillation. I, I, I go back and forth. I'm like, man, you're never going to get serious about this shit. But I am very serious about it. And like I said, you, you were doing the time will pass thing. And it's funny. One of the few things in my life that I can actually say I've at least somewhat mastered the time will pass is writing raps, right? From the time I was in grad school the first time two years of grad school, I wrote something like 25, 26 songs. And I probably should have been studying a lot more math if I really wanted to make it happen. But I was even more serious about it back then because I wasn't as serious about math. Then I essentially took two years off when I moved to Hawaii and I was teaching. I I wrote almost nothing. I wrote maybe like two or three songs for two years. Then when I came here, um, switched islands, right? I was like, yeah, that, that was fucked up. I wrote 25 songs in two years at Florida State. I couldn't write fucking five or like you know some 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 incredibly low number so got back on the train right forcing myself again i enjoy it it's not even forcing pick out the minimum amount you want to do i said one a month okay if i can if i can pin one one elaborate song a month not just like some bars kind of strewn together but one start to finish concept song that i could perform for you and 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 have it try to seem impressive uh and and that's what i've been doing for two years now so another 25 slapped on from the from the last couple years of being here so yeah i don't know man i i I don't know the best strategy i I know maybe this not the time but i do think that it was cool of you to to plug me to our mutual friend you know that, that hit me up the other day um yeah, I, I'm just into making the good music. And I know there's this whole other side to like, you know, how it's, what's your brand? Like, what's your social media presence? What's your strategy? What's your release strategy? What's your blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I, I can care about that only as much as I, I can. And it's funny because it's not like I'm not a slut about it. That's the thing that really drives me. It's like, do you think I'm not a whore? Do you think I wouldn't do? Do you think if you could show me what I was supposed to do that I wouldn't do it because it would help me make me sexual? I would do it. I just can't even see through the fog. I can't even like go on Instagram and feel good about, yeah. you know, whatever it is, follow for follow or like this click baby shit or whatever I, it is. I, like I'm so just like I hate not it. into it myself I just, that I struggle with figuring out and i hope that one day i will figure it out you know what i mean find the the sweet spot of like the right thing to do the right strategies to implement the right type of posts to post the right things but it's just been a big experiment so far and uh like i was telling the people here you know i only have maybe 12 songs out or something and they're all stolen beats so in some sense i've began my journey and i have been working on it a lot
lot. I've written, you know, 70, 80 songs, something like this, but I haven't even really taken that next step of trying to put together a, a body of work and, uh, and have it be original production and potentially have it be monetized for that reason. So, so that's no, no real plan other than that's my plan. I think there's something there. I, I, I like to imagine if I heard someone doing like what I'm doing, I would like it, right? They say like, make your art for you sort of, you know what I mean? Like, when I hear what's out there, when I hear what's on the radio, a lot of it I don't enjoy, and I have fun writing it. And I think that if I heard a song similar, I would be like, "Oh, this shit is fire!" And I and I would get into it. So that's all I'm hoping for, and 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 you know, just trying to figure that out while also fucking having 30 hours a week of a job, and also while doing classes. So, yeah, man, I I don't, I don't know. It's a, a long answer of saying I don't really know, but I do hope that it happens, and I, I appreciate all the support you give, and uh, the way you do your thing is is inspiring along those same lines where. I don't want to give up. I, I can get super down on myself if I'm in the right mindset about yeah. like, oh, you're you old. What are you doing? Whatever. But uh, at the same time, if I'm in the right mood, maybe I have like you know, just a little bit of a, a whiskey or something, a little drink, and I would like, you know, read some of my lyrics or raps. And I'm like, that shit was fire, that bro. Was like, good. That was incredible. That was really clever, yeah. you know? So, so I, I do both. It's, it's okay to jack yourself up sometimes, man. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll get down too. Because it's like, I want this to be working faster. But like, what's today? Wednesday? Tuesday? On Thursday, for the second time, I interviewed Charlie Duke, who walked on the moon. And I'm just like, sometimes I'm like, hey, he walked on the fucking moon. Talking to a moon man, bro. Like, for a second time. And I'm just like, hey, I'm like, be proud of that. That means he didn't hate me. Yeah, he came back. He didn't get a restraining order. Like, I'm like, okay, you know, it's, it's. I mean, I can show you. Do you wish you could live in the middle, though? Sometimes I do. Is it better to be this like vacillating because the lows energize you in a weird way and the highs also energize you, or would it be better just to like be more even keel, live in the middle? I would say even because I'd say for before the podcast when I was like fucking with graphic design for a couple of years there would be these crippling lows and they would you'd kind of rise like a phoenix out of them right but after so many cycles of it you're like oh like that's not the purpose is to continue to rise like a phoenix it's like it's good that you can but you don't always want to be coming back just because you can fall off a just because you're trying to climb out of a well and you keep falling down and getting up that's great you keep getting up but the point's to get out of the well right right otherwise it's just sure it's inspiring but like it's you know uh anthony kita said it in scar tissue he talked about like getting sober and going to like rehab and he was like what i realized after my like fifth rehab trip is you can start getting addicted to the process of recovery the whole i'm at rock bottom it's time to acknowledge my faults just you're completely on your hands and knees and you're like i need to fix myself you're super humble you're open to everyone i'm sorry for hurting you it's time to get better it's just that beautiful like white light of like a clean you know can you know control t your new document Mm -hmm. that itself can get addicting because you start to get to a point where when everything's fucked up let's just nosedive it start fresh And it's good that you can always start fresh. Like, that's better than just nosediving and quitting. Right. However, you know, it's... Some people take the MCAT four years in a row and then they finally get in. 
it's very admirable to keep getting up despite getting punched in the face. The goal is not to take the MCAT every year for the rest of your life. It's to get into med school and go become a doctor. I have found, I have found that last from July through October, maybe June through October of 2020, I worked at the liquor store and that kind of brought the podcast to a head because it was like, I was doing that. I was also taking graphic. De- I had been taking graphic design courses the entire time I was doing the podcast. Then I was at the liquor store, and I was just trying to do all these things and press them all together. And I would have, I mean, once or twice a week, just these moments of just despair. Fuck this! I'm a fat fuck. I live in my parents' house. Like, I'm just. I'm never gonna get abs back. I'm never gonna be successful. This sucks. And then you go to sleep just wallowing in self pity. And you wake up and you force yourself to go to the gym. And then you come home and you make your bed and you shave. And you clean your vanity and you're like, hey, it's a new day. You're like, let's do this shit. And it's very, it, those are invaluable lessons at getting up again and again. And, you know, it's one thing to keep going. It's another thing to get shut down and then keep going. It's another thing to do that 10, 20, 50 times. You start to build this resilience. However, when I finally sort of got like my first payment and I quit my job at the liquor store, and I just started doing this podcast. Admittedly, there haven't been as many days of just like, you know, today we climb Mount Olympus. You know, I'm taking down Rogan tonight. Right. Which is weird because I love Rogan. But like, you know what I mean. And Yes. But what I have found are when I have less lows and admittedly less highs. Yeah. What I do have instead is this middle line. And that middle line, not sexy, no phoenix rising, no skyrocket, no face down plummeting. But what it is, is it's, it's the chalk on the skateboard going down the hill. I, just, I was just about to say, I yeah. Just I just mean, hold it and I hold it. And now it's October, November, December, January, February. Bah, 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 bah. No, not as sexy, not as rocky music, not as sad songs sitting in the rain by yourself. Yeah. But what there is is like a slow and a slow moving confidence it's it's a glacier it's not sexy it's not a randall carlson tidal wave it's a glacier but it's just grinding down mountains it's moving very slowly right but there's a confidence in like i'm moving slowly but unstoppably and yeah, now that we're saying it like this, that, that actually connects with me in a way that maybe that's why I, i connected with what you're saying like for people like us who do vacillate maybe that's where the fourth dimensional worth ethic really comes in. Maybe someone who is already more in the middle would have watched it and said, like, it was pretty good. But like, for me, yeah, it's like, if you vacillate, this is the key. This is a way to to bring it together, to center yourself. Because instead of pumping yourself up for these these moments where these you're swinging between these highs and lows and there's like all this like epic buildup mm-hmm. to it, it's just like, no, baby steps, bitch. Just baby steps all day. Like, you know, you can't be too down if all you got to do is a baby step. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? You can't yeah. do a fucking baby step. Yeah. And then you can't be too up on it either because you're like, no, 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 don't, don't even let yourself – like, but I could do a thousand baby yeah. steps. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. You know, just fucking baby steps. So, so it really is like in that sense, I wasn't even thinking about it as a middling process. I was just thinking about it as good advice. But tying it to that vacillation that we're both openly admitting that we deal with, that, that actually makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I mean, hey, the highs and the lows are attractive. They're sexy. They're romantic. They're idyllic. 
you go into the gutter and that's when you just create like soulful work whatever the graphic design or rapping or a podcast but it's like mm. you can't you know it's like a plane like you take off and it's the <laughs> you get stuck into your seat ears yeah. pop and then there's the landing of you're coming down you're looking at the trees you're looking at the yeah, do, 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 and the engines go in reverse and <laughs> but that those two things are barely visible fractions in the pie chart of the flight the majority sure, sure. of the flight is just mm, it doesn't feel like you're moving at all you just you know mm, yeah. you get your headphones in you're going like hundreds of uh, i don't even know thousands of miles an hour right you could be juggling on the plane you no 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 effects you go nothing's four, happening five six hundred miles an hour and you excuse me yep, just gotta go to the bathroom sorry about that you know you go in there toilet's really loud and you go back to your seat and you're, oh, you're looking out the window and you're just yeah. you're just you're just going you're going you're going two times faster than the fastest the bugatti has ever gone right the bugatti went 304 miles an hour on like the like the whatever the the fucking ring in germany the straightaway yeah you're going twice that fast and you're just in like an economy seat yeah just but that is how you traverse these insane distances and it's right. not sexy. It's not the fighter jet popping flares and you're pulling 12 Gs and firing a Sidewinder missile and it's fucking Cold War. You're Tom Cruise and you're fighting the Ruskies. Like, that stuff's fun and all and it makes for a great backstory. Mm-hmm. But, like, dude, it can't always be that. And furthermore, what I would say is, like, on the surface, it can seem like it's a, like a maturity moving away from the vacillation. Like, I'm not all about the highs and the lows anymore. I like the middle ground. Yeah, yeah. When in reality, that's not true at all. Is I'm as addicted to the highs as I've ever been. But what I'm doing is instead of high, low, high, low, it's like there's a road. And you can constantly fall into the ditch. And we'll say it's like a two-foot deep ditch, right? A formidable yes. ditch. You wouldn't want to crash in it. You fall down, and you can climb back up those two feet, and you're back on the road. And that's a high-low, high-low. I'm staying in the middle of the road, and it may look like, man, but don't you miss the highs and lows? But if yes. you zoom out, you see that the middle road I'm on is actually going up a fucking mountain. And it's like, dude, I'm getting a high that I've never had before. It just takes a little bit. And it's, yeah, that's a good point. That it's making it's not sacrificing no, progress. It feels like you aren't throttling it, so you're missing out on those times where you're really gunning it. But by just slow and steady wins the racing. It you know what I mean. You're in the middle of the road and you've got that shit on cruise control, and you're like, you know, you want it to feel like you're asleep at the wheel in some sense because that's yes. what makes it. That's what yes. makes it doable. That's what makes it achievable. Yes. But at the lost. same time, that's what gives you all this momentum where you're just able to handle it and you just do it like. Just, this ain't no thing. Yeah, I fucking do a hundred push-ups a day, whatever it is, bro. I just fucking do that just, shit. You know what I mean? Not like, you know, oh, I can do it. This yeah, you, you, you're, you're allowing guys. it to control you, even when it's a positive thing, right? You're giving it all this gravitas, and it makes it like, make uh, it, and that's what makes it so sad when you drop it and, and can set you back, like you spoke to, right? Yeah, man, I'm super into it. I honestly was like completely compelled. I was like, make he crushed it. it. Make He's it hitting boring. on something. Make it boring. Yeah, make it boring. You think you said that? Yeah, make yeah. it boring. Last week I tried to make it sexy. I was like three episodes a day, pound yeah. them out. Now I'm yeah. like gonna have Trey on. We're gonna talk for a bit. Yeah. Sure, I'd love to be like I'm gonna take I'm gonna take some riddle and I'm gonna do another episode. No, I'm gonna edit this. I'm gonna upload it. I'm gonna run to the grocery store. I'm gonna play some Hitman Three. Great game. Great game. 
going to go to bed. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do But that means tomorrow you'll only be at 346. Correct. Well, that means after a week you're only going to be at 353. Correct. But, 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 now, TPC episode 601. Right. Huh. Oh, works. Yeah. How'd that, how'd that happen? One day I hope this episode, this podcast makes money, but for now I'm at a liquor store. I'm going this weekend to work out my, I am going this weekend to like finalize my contract. And it's like, it's like, huh, that's, huh, that's, that's here. Man, I can't wait till the podcast makes money so I can spend money on making the podcast better. This is the 46th episode with the new camera, the backdrop, the lighting, the microphone. You're like, oh, it's. Oh, it's. You are like a sweatshirt too, bro. Can you do a little model for me? Is that aliens? Yeah, I made this. You made it, bro? Yeah. Oh, crushing it. Hey, link will be in the description. It's, uh, I put up, uh, I made this like two years ago. It's, um, that's sick, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's Grey Alien. It's, uh, and then Bob Lazar. Fuck. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really fucking cool, dude. And it's got all these blueprints of, like, they're like jet engines and, like, dam turbines, but they all kind of look like alien shit. Right? That's, like, a jet engine. I don't, I don't know. What you, I think that's actually a cross section of, like, a flower, but it kind of looks like some weird looks Tony cool. Stark arc it's reaction. Really cool. It's honestly next level. I, w- I would have not guessed that you made it so yeah. impressive. And then the pocket is the is a scan of the nineteen forty seven newspaper oh Roswell. Come on, bro. And and the wrists are too. Come on, people. Yeah, and I, I made a new one. It's uplo- it's uploaded on the store, but the inside is also the newspaper. Hold on, stay right here. Um. Yeah, I made a. I bought a couple of them. That uh. Because I was doing graphic design for a couple of years, man, and I just couldn't get it to work. And then I realized kind of the time will pass thing. And it was like, yeah. well, hey, I put all that time into these designs. Like, might as well upload them to the store. So I reopened yeah. the Shopify store. No one's bought anything yet, but I figured, hey, I made these. This was a simple one. It's just, it's the A10 Warthog instead of run JRA, right? It's. If you don't know anything about planes, it won't be for you. This is another simple one I made. It's just the thought thickens instead of the plot thickens. <laughs> um, I made this one, this like psychedelic Ooh. Pharaoh shit. It's Ooh, just, that's pretty sick, bro. That's some tool shit right there. Yeah, and it's just, there's like thousands of little pharaohs. This might, I don't know, I think this one's probably my favorite work. But uh, this one, oh, as a JRE fan, you'll like this one. So <laughs> someone that? someone took this this Alex Jones rant. And yeah. it's like the best part of his rant. I'm like, not episode 911, but the second one where he went on. Yeah. He goes on this one rant at one part of it. It might have been episode, it actually was episode 911. It's where he starts, and he's like, the elite are all about transcendence. And he goes on this long thing, and someone took it and put it to this, like, weird music. It's, like, three minutes long on YouTube. I'll find it. But I just think it's the funniest rant, because it just keeps panning back to Rogan, and he's like, 
they're just high <laughs> staring at him. And Alex is like, it's an off-world alien entity, and it's artificial intelligence. What it's doing is it's seeping up from the second dimension to the third dimension. And there's all this evil and free will, and, and scientists are saying it now. The physicists are showing that the dark matter is it's bleeding through the seams. of the, It's a false projection, Joe. It's not real. It's a hologram. But it's a trick, because with this off-world entity, the fallen, Satan, what he's doing is he's coming up to take away your preciousness, but actually it's a test. And it's just going on just like, it's Alex Jones just perfect. Yeah, and then he Distilled. did it. Yeah, and then he did it a second time. The second time he was on the Alex Jones return, he went on an even crazier one, talking about interdimensional demons and psychic vampires and the pedophile goblins and like. You remember that? <laughs> and I was like, these sound like the ravings of either an insane man, yeah, or a man that isn't isn't smart in the way elon musk is smart and that he's like we're gonna have self-landing rockets and it takes 20 years to come to fruition but rather a da vinci smart where he's like we will have flying machines and it wasn't for 500 years before we were like oh shit he was right like i was like if alex jones is right if 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 it won't be in 2040 it'll be in like 2550 and then so it got me thinking about da vinci so i took the vitruvian man he was got like the arms and the legs. Yeah. I took it out and I put Alex Jones's face on it. And then I like scanned the parchment and I like found like a similar font to Da Vinci's writing. Yeah. And I made it look like scribblings, like chicken scratches. Oh my God, bro. But if you go in and read it, it's his rant. It's his back to back rants. Merge with machines, transcend the failed species that is man. Google, That's Google was set up to fight the free will of the future. It's just, so it's just, it's Alex Jones. Yeah. And, uh, I can't lie. That's like, there's a niche market. I don't give that. a shit if any, dude, I printed these for me. I wasn't like, this is the new business venture. <laughs> these were for me. It's, yeah, no, that's, that's fucking brilliant, man. Yeah, I love it. The insides of the hoodie. It's just, it's more of the writing. It's, but the big secret is once you have a crystal ball and know how the future works, the free will of individual. It's just, it's all his words. And it's just, yeah. I guess what's interesting to me is like, I would be able to easily understand how you did the first maybe two or even three you showed me. But that one and the one you have on seem like they require such more like a lot of work. Yeah, such more blueprinting than like, oh, yeah, like the front of the shirt has like this and then the back has like that. Those both have a full coverage where like I can't even really wrap my head around like how much collaboration you would need or or could you map it all yourself or like. So, so yeah, those other ones like the Thought Thickens and the A10, those are I I whipped those up in like five minutes a couple of years ago. I did another one where it was just at CIA 9-11. It's just some simple kind of... Those were more so like proof concept ones. Yeah. Um, the Pharaoh one... Um, that one's interesting, but it still could be a pattern sort of where mm-hmm. I could still... Believe that what I did with cover- that is I cut out King Tut's head perfectly. Went in and got like an 8K image. And then I was like, what if I just kind of mirrored it? I made yeah. a line, then I made a cross. And then I was like, wait, let's make a circle. And then I yeah. took that and I started kind of fitting together like puzzle pieces. Yeah. And then I started fucking around the colors and I turned into this weird psychedelic orange. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. This one, um, well, with Alex Jones, that one started as, uh, it was just him. I was like the Vitruvian parchment. And then I was like, oh, I was looking at like Da Vinci's scribblings. And I was like, I should make like some Alex Jones scribblings. And then I was like, wait so i went in and i like went to youtube and like 
I, uh, the trans it wasn't giving me the transcript correctly. So I remember this took like two mornings before work, summer 2019, I think. I would just play it back up five seconds. I'd be like, the elite are all about, and I just typed it out. Took it, found the right font. And with that, it was a lot of playing with. It wasn't that one and this one. These are more like solo rants. I'm not like, those other ones are like interviewing people. I, ha- I read their book and I know what we're talking about. These are more of like, I just started and I was like, where are we going? Just, I'm just. But that's what I think those are really cool. Like those are definitely my two favorites. So yeah. It's because that kind of comes across, you know? Yeah. Like that. So that one is, the original was like, this is sort of like the color of like the parchment of like Da Vinci's yeah. parchment. But I was like, man, it looks too much kind of like flesh. And I was like, I don't want like a whole hoodie. That look. So what I did is I just kind of made a negative of it. And it came yeah. out this weird gold black. And I was like, that's where it's at. And I played around with it. And what it is, is it's just an 8 by, it's an 8K by 8K image. And so I went on and I and I like put it onto like the sleeves and everything. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. This one started, it was, it was originally, it was like, it first started out with like, it was just JFK. I can go back in my photo library and actually find the progression. It was a picture of JFK with sunglasses on and it was like his reflection. And at first I like removed the reflection and I put in a UFO and I was like, that's why JFK was assassinated. Right. And then I was like, I wanted to make it into like a snowboard design. So it was like a rectangle and Mm -hmm. like, because I was applying to snowboarding companies to do graphic design for like, this is how long ago it was. And then I was like, well, I need Bob Lazar on there. And then I was like, what if I just did opposite ends of the, I did Bob Lazar on one end and the gray alien on the other. And I was like, I had this like image in my mind. I'm like, I want it to look like blueprints. So I found like the exact blue. And then I found all these just like pictures of shit. And there were like just a lot of more just like old declassified jet engines from the fifties, but like they looked really intricate. So I turned them into these weird vectors and I overlaid it onto blue. The actual design is, is this is from, from my elbow to my wrist is like that. that I can't really. I'm trying to. That's like the full big thing, and it's just. Yeah, it's just, fuck. It's hard because the the video is mirrored, but it really is. So on this end, you have the alien, and yeah. on this end, you'd have Bob Lazar's head. And yeah. So it's just alien Bob Lazar with a bunch of weird things because I wanted it to be a snowboard. So it's just a rectangle. Oh, I see. And then I was like, but if I want it on this. So on Shopify, yeah. you can control the image for the sleeves, the front, the back, the hood, the cuffs. There's like a bunch of different like places. Sure. And so, yeah, I just pulled it around and I was like, I want random things on random spots. And like, yeah, it's it's just, yeah, it just was a lot of fucking kind of, I didn't know what it was going to be until it was over. And then even then, it just sat on my iPad for like two years. And I was like, that would kind of be a cool hoodie. Yeah, man. It's super sick. Sorry, I know I've just been like talking your ear off the last 20 minutes. No, man. I I brought it up. I was interested. Like I said, I was secretly like staring at it subconsciously the whole time and I would have not guessed. Yeah, dude. I would have thought, I mean, I mean, now that you say the story, it makes sense. I would have just thought it was like something you saw and you were like, oh, I have to have this. It's like Bob Lazar and aliens. Like this is right up my alley. You know what I mean? So the fact that you made it is even cooler. Yeah, it is. It is kind of badass. There's a there's another one I wanted to print. It's Snoop Dogg, and he's doing, like, the French inhale. Yes. But I just, like, I turned the image into, like, a stencil, and then I put the stencil over, like, uh, over Fruit Loops, and then it just okay. says Snoop Loops. 
and it's just him and the cuffs are like fruit loops and shit but i can't bring myself to print it out because i don't think it's that great there's another one that You're shopping it bro yeah there's another one that i put a ton of work into again from a couple of years ago and i made like a 2001 that's how i was trying to get these snowboard companies to hire me it's because i would right. just make shit based on them and i made one like one of the companies is called capita and they had their own like weird kind of psychedelic like business motto or whatever and uh so what i did is i'd made a i made a snowboard that kind of looked like the monolith from 2001 a space odyssey and the bottom is like an ape and it's like this jaws are showing and it's like screaming you can see all like the hair it's just like perfect like 8k image and it's like drools flying out of its mouth and just looks like primitive rage and then in the background are all these vertical dna strands kind of rising behind it and then if you go and look at like the actual like symbols in beneath in, in between them i i found the cuneiform alphabet the first written language and i actually translated into the cuneiform symbols like capita snowboarding founded in their mission statement their motto where they're headquartered but you can't tell because it's all but i want it to be like the rise of man and then as it goes up the cuneiform starts turning into like hieroglyphics of like a boat a tool a paddle kind of and then they all start rising they all start fading into like black and then it turns to like a, a couple like stars and then it starts to turn black again and then the entire like top half is just black with like hal 9000 at the top like the red dot and i think i'm gonna that's the same that's the same format i made for this hoodie so i figured if that transferred to this i might make a i might yeah, turn that one into a hoodie. Up, yeah that's sick yeah man Sorry, I know I'm just talking a year off right no, now about my. No, cool. I might need to hit you up for some artwork one of these days. Hopefully, I can, uh, you know, have something where that's something I would need. You know, like I said, what the original production because I stole the beats for the first stuff I put out. I just screen grabbed shit from movies, which was still really fun, and uh, tied it to the song somehow. You know, like Jessica Simpson's for uh, Body Unbelievable. Yeah, but I was like, why? Well, I'm not gonna like pay or like invest no, in that. doing this if I can't even monetize the songs, and it kind of ties it together to this mixtapey at home studio feel. But yeah, I mean, did a couple this last Christmas, and I'm hoping to do more. So. I think your sh your shit is sick, bro. That could be cool. Thank you. Yeah, man. I just figured, why not? It's pretty. I like it. I'm very proud of them. Um, they're weird as fuck. Um, they're legitimately the nicest hoodies I've ever worn. I wear them during like every episode now. But yeah, uh, why not? Yeah, man. I don't know. It's all gonna work. It's. I don't know how. It's all gonna work out. It's one last thing, and then we'll wrap this bitch up. Um, is so I graph like my growth on the podcast. Right. What is disillusioning and demoralizing is I right around the election, actually I think the day of the election, I stopped getting new subscribers. And that went on for about a month. Uh I did the a day of this last presidential election. November third. Um and then I I did a live stream with Don the Pleb. He's a Marine with a channel. He's got like 10,000 subscribers. Yeah. And he like live streamed an episode for me. So it kind of like dumped some subscribers. But that was like direct from his and him saying, hey, go subscribe to Tommy. Yeah. But aside from that, it went right back to plateauing. So you can see from December 2019 on, fuck, yeah. it's mirrored. So on this end. 
Yes. All the way. You can see this past fall, I finally started to get that vertical. I was like, here we fucking go. The podcast is taking off. You can see November 3rd, it goes horizontal. Yeah, two big plateaus. That's interesting. Plateau. I wonder. The vertical spike is from when Don the Pleb did his live stream. Yes. But so aside from that, so if you just take out that live stream, it's been horizontal since then. Yes. That's, I mean, that's demoralizing. That's that's depressing because it's like, dude, I'm having on these guys. Like, I had on a guy that was like it with the State Department, like during Benghazi, like worked at the yeah. embassies. I've had on a guy that's walked on the moon twice. I had on Rob Manning, who's in charge of the Mars rovers. Like, yeah, you don't feel like you're anything different from that place where it's going fast either, right? No, it's I've no, it's. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I mean, just my to make you feel better, the two immediate things, I mean, there just could be some natural, you know, stagnation before more growth. Or maybe it's that you're almost having too many cool people. I hope, man. And they're getting and they're getting hidden in some sense. You know what I mean? Like each individual cool people. Because you honestly, some like if you just wrote your like top 10, it would astound someone. If you're like, hey, I just like. You know what I mean? Like, if you if you just yeah. wrote out the craziest yeah. guy, that Black Hawk Down guy, man who walks on the moon, whatever it is, right? Yeah, that's so astounding that I feel like for a, a podcast that was even further along than you, those ten would be like somehow like pushed in a way. And again, I, I I've never got that vibe from you of like over marketing or like pushing it in your face or rubbing your nose in it. So I mean, that would be just another thing that I would say is like that's actually a positive that like the fact that you've gotten so many cool people that you're like, oh yeah, I forgot that I like talk. You know, you can almost like forget about someone yeah. that someone else would be incredibly stoked to have. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's. I mean, it it's it's demoralizing because it's I have on guests that I had on a guy. Um, fuck forget his name uh, Aaron Clary he's like a he's kind of like a Tucker Max kind of guy called, does like asshole consulting he's this really yeah. funny dude I think he's probably like 10 years older than us he came on like right after Christmas and he came on we, he's, he reminds me a lot of Bill Burr and we were just and he's got like a huge following on and he came on and he goes real quick question for you Tom he goes how the fuck do you not have more subscribers and he goes you talk to a guy on the moon and he goes, a lot of people ask me to be on their podcast. And I look at it and it's got like three episodes. And I'm like, fuck this kid. And he goes, you emailed me because someone commented, Tommy, you should have on this guy. So I emailed him. Yeah. He's like, I looked at it. And my first thought was like, man, fuck this Tommy guy. And he goes, and I opened it up and I was like, kid's got 300 episodes. Fuck yeah, I'll do your show. But he came on and even after he emailed me, he was like, what are you doing that you don't have like more people than me? And I was like, actually, I was wearing the Thought Thickens sweatshirt. And I was like, the plot thickens. And and plugged my sweatshirt but like I don't know I think it's still gonna work I just sometimes I'm like am I reading my own press reports do I think no, I'm hot I, got shit? I got big faith man honestly Thank like you. from the outside in I, I really think that someone could be like what is he doing or whatever but like again if they knew nothing about it had never seen an episode and you just like I'm telling you, you should. This should be a, new, a thing, right? If you wrote down the 10, 15, 20, whatever the number is, these people, that, that that's that same response that guy had, right? It's undeniable. There's something about it that's completely undeniable that just with your own fucking fingers, if you think about it, your own fucking fingers and your computer just cold called these people. And how many people can say, oh, I've, I've interviewed someone who t- walked on the fucking moon? 
you know, basically zero. So when you when you go through these numbers, this 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 upper echelon of and then that's just the upper echelon. Oh, there's lots of other amazing guests that you've had that are incredible, but just even that alone, I really don't see how anyone could have a negative. Well, again, other than you because you're in it, but like someone even just approaching it dry, dry, fresh, you know, like I don't see how they could see some of the people that you've had, just like how that guy was saying, and and not be like just completely impressed and like dumbfounded that you know, just again, your fingers, like, what did, what did you do? You didn't, you didn't, you just, you, it's so amazing that stuff that we can do with technology. You know what I mean? You were just, you're just a guy is in his parents' garage. You know what I mean? You just <laughs> made it happen. That's the true, that's the true dream. That's the true startup fantasy of, you know, just making it happen and, and slow growth. So I wouldn't be too worried about those plateaus, bro. I think you got it. I have faith in you. Like I said, I went from skeptical to like a fucking diehard believer, like, <laughs> Join my just cult. For one solo pod. I was like, dude, this this guy, he, he totally just like nailed something. He's like, you know, I feel, I feel changed after this one hour, fifteen minute, uh, inspirational yeah. video. You know, so fuck yeah, I think you got something, bro. I think it's gonna work. Yeah, and it's. I do have an idea. We'll wrap this up, but I do have an idea of like the fourth dimensional one, where I was kind of doing like this at the end. I was like, you know, start the podcast, like break a hundred episodes. And it's just, I keep thinking it's going to take forever. And then I'm here. Yeah. I kind of have this image in my mind of like when the podcast fully breaks and I just get some dope mansion somewhere with like a Bugatti in the driveway. And the hey, last- that's, a, that's a lot, but you already were telling me the, the, you know, the new deal coming up. I already think that's incredible, man. Again, someone just looking in, if you just wrote those things down on a paper, your favorite guests and the, and the deal you're getting, like, I don't even see how someone could begin to try to, but like, he doesn't even know subscribers. It's like, I, I, I don't even see how that they could even feign taking that stance. You know what I mean? I mean, truly. Yeah, I hope. But what I want is I want the last image to be. I just want to get like a selfie from like a drone and just snap in front of a mansion with like a fleet of Lambos. And I'm just going to edit it together with that video and just be like, fucking join my shitty program. Work hard. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck hey, you. I'll pump you up, bro. Anytime, anytime you need me, bro, I'm here. Trey, when I get rich, I'll just sign you and you can just put out. I will. Hey, just, that sounds good to me, bro. Fucking sounds good. It sounds like a plan to me. And uh, yeah, none of that Gary Vaynerchuk. Say something real, Say Gary. Something real. You're about to be burned alive. You're about to be burned to death. Hustle. <laughs> it's fuck yeah, man. If Tim Dillon can do it. Actually, that might not be a good analogy because he's brilliant. He's, he's. I don't want to compare myself to him. Even he speaks to starting late and you know not buying in early. So by the very nature of you building it from the ground up and and being dedicated and you know at every point you're gonna feel like oh now I'm I'm only getting just now started. You know I mean you that that's that's the sign of something working is it always feels like this is only the beginning, bitch. You know what I mean? And you're just gonna continue to have that. And I feel like you're pushing through like you were saying reaching that point where this is only the beginning and you know good things will come bro i have faith fuck yeah man i appreciate it trey as always it's a pleasure man. Hey. and um i'll put your uh i'll put your youtube channel and text me your youtube and your instagram at just so i can copy and paste them and i'll put them in the description sticking the top comment go check out trey his raps are fantastic if they're not tell him as much go comment on them be like yeah suck. they need things say that would probably things. help secretly so, say get on an anonymous account and just go <laughs> take out your anger of your day you had a bad day go take it out on trey yeah it will cause him to grow more as a rapper yeah trey i love you buddy thanks for coming love on you, man. Buddy. 
That was fun as fuck. Yeah, buddy. You as well. Stay safe. God bless everybody. Major third. Go check it out. Body unbelievable. Or man of the hour. I think that's your best. I think that's your most talented work. All right, man. I'll see you, buddy. Yep. Later, man. Peace. Peace.